You're listening to Vancouver Podcast by Jesslyn and Colton. For two Asians born and raised in Vancouver, living our lives through the perspective of a growing minority. Our podcast is about nothing, about something, and about everything. We talk about issues going on in our lives, our city, what's happening in the world, and how that relates back to our place in a Western society. So sit back, listen up, and gain a new view on what it's like to live in Vancouver. Hey, this is Colton. Hi, this is Jesslyn. And this is episode four of our still to be confirmed <laughs> podcast name. I've been calling it Cool Ranch, but I don't know if that's a name <laughs> that's going to stick or we're just always hungry when we do this podcast. Well, coming out of our last episode, it was what, dumpling empanadas? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I think we really need to start taking a name seriously post episode five. So we're on episode four, so we have like this episode and then one more episode and then we're going to take it pretty seriously yeah so this name has to be really serious so very serious <laughs> or it can be comical i just don't know what that name is yet well just have to sit down and just like brainstorm cool ranch is still cool though yeah it's freaking cool and ranchy and it's a flavor of our generation totally doritos hashtag i want to eat it anyways we'll we'll figure something out but does it have to be food based that's why i'm like cool ranch dumplings empanadas <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, we're so hungry. All right. So it's been, what, two months, I think, since we last since we last recorded? Yep. Yeah. So what's been going on in your life right now? Where did we leave off? Other than we always rant. <laughs> well, we always leave off with a really heavy rant. <laughs> we recorded on a really good sunny day. So I know that that day you, you were able to enjoy some sunshine and enjoy some Oh, see, drinks. you know what it is? <laughs> it was, um, I did spin class with you. The, that wasn't that day, though. But It wasn't, but, but we talked about yeah. spin class. That was how I topped up the podcast. <laughs> the hatred for it. <laughs> so much hate. Um, I will go back, though. I'll yeah. tell you that. So um, what are three highlights since we last podcasted? Since we last podcasted, uh, went on a biking trip to Victoria. Amazing. That was pretty awesome, except for when we got back um, or when we were riding back. Uh, it was pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah. It was like hitting up like the breweries and yeah. all like really cool fun cocktail places. Yeah. And then having to leave like the next day, like a little <laughs> bit dehydrated, freaking grumpy. So some for some context for those who aren't familiar with the Vancouver region, Victoria is the capital city of Vancouver, BC. Or guess British, British Columbia. Yeah. Yes. So Victoria, it's you have to take a ferry to get there, correct? Yeah, that's right. I forget how long. It was like an hour and a bit. An hour and a bit. But yeah. it must have been a... You went on a really nice day though, right? Oh, it was like Victoria Long Weekend, Queen Victoria. Yeah. Um, Long weekend. And yeah, it was sunny all the way the whole entire weekend. And how was the bike ride? How long was the bike ride once you It's got about the like 33 kilometers. Oh, shit. So like about two hours. It was nice. Like they have a bike path that like runs along the highway. Does it share with the highway though? Like- no. So, sure, there's, like, some areas that, I guess, the less busy areas of the highway mm-hmm. that it just runs along, mm-hmm. but it just, like, links into another path right away. So, it's, like, fairly safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's generally, like, flat? flat yeah, it's totally flat. Except for, like, one area you had to, like, stand up bike, but it wasn't brutal at all. So like, I'd was, definitely do it again. So, what was the hard part about coming back then? I think I was, it was hot. It was like the hottest day <laughs> in that weekend. Um, I only wear black. So then I wore black that day. That just, was brutal too. You roasted. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think I was just dehydrated mm-hmm. from enjoying all the breweries and cocktails there. 
Yeah, I guess you're uh, you needed like a detox. I guess you're sweating from the Oh my gosh, I was sweating pack. so much and then it got to the point where I was just like intolerable. Like I was Coleman's like, Hey, do you need some water? Like, of course I need some water. <laughs> Why would you even ask me that? <laughs> so yeah, it was pretty miserable. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that other than that, it was like such a good trip. I would definitely do that again and yeah. I would totally recommend doing that. It's yeah. like cheaper. It's like way more fun. Right. How did you get to the ferry, though, from downtown? We just packed the car. But then oh, there's Evo parking spaces yeah. there. Um, and what's the other car to go? Not, not car to go. What's the other one? Moto? Yeah. Yeah. There's Moto spots. So that just makes it really easier. Like yeah. So um, there's a lot of, like, car rental places that you can take there. Yeah. So did you take an Evo there, then? No, we just took um, Coleman's car. Oh, you just, like, parked it there? Parked the it there. Night. It was, like, $20 a night. Right. So that's why I would recommend doing the car share, because yeah. then I don't have to worry about that. Like, but I guess only... if you knew, right? But the only risk now is, like, if you come back, <laughs> There's no do you have a car? Then <laughs> yeah. you have to take either your bike back yeah. or, um, like, the bus. Yeah, that's not fun. Yeah, that would be so shady. It's, like, so far. <laughs> yeah. So that was the one highlight. Do you have any One highlight. Three highlights. Let's, let's Three highlights. Okay, so that was Victoria trip. Yeah. Second. Um, Did you eat anywhere cool? Did you drink anywhere cool? Yeah, it was, like, Little Jumbo really great cocktails and then mm-hmm. we hit up the three breweries that were there so it was um coin driftwood mm. and phillips i didn't know those were in victoria yeah and they're so close to each other so we just bike there yeah. so that was your probably like the highlight since last time we podcasted yeah i guess so because it's only been a month yeah so maybe let's scrap it let's just do one highlight then that might be easier edit that one highlight <laughs> edit that one highlight <laughs> <laughs> Do you eat? <laughs> yeah. uh, how about you? Um, so I know you went on a trip. Yeah, so I think shortly before, shortly after our podcast, I had a work trip to Hong Kong. And yeah, it was really nice. It was really, really fun. We, we pretty much stayed in Hong Kong for a few days. I had some time alone and it was good. I definitely did like all my summer shopping there. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it was really good. It's funny though, like as I get more, as I as I visit Hong Kong more, I'm starting to notice how shopping driven it is and how it's all you, you like do consumer there yeah consumer driven. driven it's like all you it's like what do you do you shop and you eat and yeah. then you shop and then you eat hong kong is nice but it's not it's not as clean as vancouver i guess i'm a bit spoiled yeah. i do enjoy hong kong but it's pretty polluted and stinky <laughs> yeah it's pretty gross i was there in november like three years ago yeah we met up. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that was crazy that you were there too. I know. That's like once in a lifetime coincidence right there. Yeah, totally. Did sure. we know we were going to be there though? Um, Did Col- sort of. know at least? We're, we knew that we would be crossing paths, but we didn't think we would We'd actually see each other. Have an opportunity to like connect. So yeah, anyways, that was three years ago. And Hong Kong is just Hong Kong. It's a big city. Yeah. Lots of, lots of spending money. <laughs> that's the thing with hong kong too though it's like you have to be it's almost like you feel like you have to be out and about tell yeah. me if i'm wrong just because you live in a smaller quarter exactly it's like that space is so confining it's like this is the only time to be like you know free totally and even in the hotel like when i was sitting in my room i'd feel guilty for just hanging out in my hotel room when i'm in hong kong yeah and the thing with hong kong is usually they're shopping within two minutes of you my yeah. hotel was connected to another mall which had like Uniqlo <laughs> and muji and all these other stores and then it's just so tempting to go out there and spend money so that's what it's i like didn't really like easy. about it yeah that's why i have a better appreciation for vancouver because there's more things to do in terms of being able to walk around and not have to be stuck in like a huge crowd of people yeah not be dealing with 
humidity. How about nature? Yeah, there's really nature. And like if you want to find nature, you have to go so far out of Hong Kong in order to get it. And yeah, it's, it's just, like close to the airport. Yeah, so it's not really that fun. But I am super appreciative that I have that kind of opportunity to travel there so frequently. But it's definitely getting yeah. old. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll go to Muji again. Yeah. Speaking of Muji, it's going to be opening up in Burnaby. I know, totally. Metro town this We're becoming a like, major city now. Ooh, look at us. <laughs> and then Uniqlo's next. Exactly. I guess Nordstrom, and then it just opened the doors to everything else. Exactly. Now that they've tested the the market in Canada, I think I think Nordstrom was probably the deal breaker for us that we can sustain it, and the huge Chinese market that there is yeah. now with so much spending power, it makes sense for them to want to. Oh, for sure. Look, like down the street from my store, the Versace Home. Which like, is so who's shopping there? <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> it's yeah, the the Chinese community. Unless you're like a rich white. Okay, so they had an Chinese event, person. maybe like. It's probably like five months ago. Right. Um, and it was like invite only. Yeah. And they had valet. But their valet, I think I did I tell you this. They like took up the whole street. Took up the whole street. Yeah. We did talk about this, yeah. right? The majority of the guests there were were Chinese <laughs> or like Asian descent. I mean, it's great that they have that money, but it's it's just kind of sad that they're the only ones who have that much money just throw oh, away. It's it's sad in the neighborhood they decide to, to open up shop. <laughs> Out of all the places. Yeah, they should just go to what's the other one? Like Thurlow. Yeah, or Alberni or something like that. Yeah, right? just down like in that, that financial area. district area or whatever. That's more fitting to them. Well, did you hear that the plans for um downtown Vancouver, especially Robson Street, is to turn it into essentially a rodeo drive? So they're trying to push out all the small mom and pop stores or the little boutiques and then they're gonna put like big budget stores there. So you're going to expect, like, a Chanel store there. Uh, oh, my gosh. Store. That kind of makes sense. You kind of really saw that happening, like, totally. between the, all the four lease signs yeah. on, that, on that street. They're just hiking the rent up so high that small stores can't really survive. I mean, look at Aritzia, right? Our claim, our Vancouver fashion claim to fame yeah. has took up three stores. Like, they're, I almost feel like they're going to take up eventually an entire block. How can they fill an entire block? I guess they could. They They had no problem. They, Wilfred, took, Aritzia, yeah, and then TNA, TNA is like across yeah, the street and then from Tulula, them. And then, like, I don't see how they wouldn't be able to fill up an entire block. I maybe that's their plan. I feel like they're just they're slowly expanding outwards. Yeah, but good on them for having money to do it. I suppose, but that's the only reason they can do it is because <laughs> they have money. Totally. Smaller shops, like, and that's saying for Rowan Sky too. It's like it's hard to compete sometimes. Totally, to find like ways to be creative when you have like browns and b2 and town shoes and all these like oh big yeah corporate chain stores. nordstrom too because like, they can hit those retails too at, at like and like go on sale a lot quicker right oh totally and plus we have a lot of crossover brands and we're not um one to say no to a price match either yeah, i'm sure people throw that at you all the time oh we get that pretty frequent now that people are like so savvy on their phone like it's Kind of, um, in, well, it's not kind of, it's it, it's infuriating. It's like a, I'm frustrated when I see that I'm fitting someone and they're scrolling yeah, for checking that prices, shoe online. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> you didn't get this customer service through your mobile phone. Totally. And then they leave the store and it's like, what the? They go in there to you? try it on. Yeah. To see if they size. like it, see how it looks. And then they know. And then they just go on like, I don't know, shoes.com or something and just yeah. buy it from there. Is shoes.com still around? I, I think they're isn't. dead. Wasn't there Shoemi or something? Or is that oh, was it? Thing? It was Shoemi. That one like said yeah. they're going to open and then they closed totally. down <laughs> like right after. That was a hot minute. That was sad. But I guess that's the climate of retail. Yeah, totally. And I think it's really tough for boutiques to stay in competition with all that. 
It really is. Because at the end of the day, it's all about the price. Experience is great, but... Some people are looking for that, though. Because it's like, hey, I can get this shoe anywhere. I could pay for whatever price, but this is like the extra. Totally. And I think there is some kind of value in buying from a smaller company. You know, you're supporting a local business. Yeah. You know? And I think there is a nice... You get something more in return for that. Is that how you shot? Is that something like you consider yeah. when purchasing? Totally. If I know that, say, this this shoe is same price at Nordstrom as it is at like Rowan Sky, yeah. I'd go to Rowan Sky and buy it. Like, why would I go to Nordstrom when I know I can, my money goes towards a better? What if situation? it's like slightly more expensive at another retailer? I think that would that is where I I would kind of consider. Okay, what's yeah, the where's price your value where's there? Like, if I have to take. A thirty-minute car ride out to the store to buy it for like a ten-dollar cheaper price, and or I can just walk five minutes to the store and get it. Then I would pay the extra premium and just go there and walk. Yeah, and get it. you know what I mean. It's so tough. It is. How about you? Do you feel like? Well, the thing is, I've kind of stayed away from the bigger store, yeah, like the Zara's, yeah. yeah, the chain stores, um, Nordstrom. If I'm like desperate and yeah. I have like no money and I know there's a sales rack, yeah. Um, but I felt. And I'm not taking away this from, like, great stories that we do have that are local and small business. But I bought a pair of pants at Lynn Stevens. Mm -hmm. Um, I was with my friend on Friday. We went to Zara. And I saw almost almost identical for, like, the fourth of the price. And I just, like, shat myself. (laughs) I'm like, if I had put these side to side and I wore it just the same way, no one would know. Yeah, yeah. They'd just be like, whatever, it's just another pair of pants. So did you want to return them? Well, I had already worn them. Uh Now I'm like, fuck, now i got to wear that, you know, 140 times to make it worth. Yeah, even half that (laughs) just to make it worth it. But now I have to, like, justify it. But then also it's like. You know, that's helping their staff. Mm-hmm. I'm sure their margins are much greater than a 2.2. The quality is a lot better. The quality. Sure. You know what? I can't say. I don't know yet. Oh, really? The feel of it. Is the material is the same. The material is used. Yeah. I bought a black one because it was just so <laughs> cheap. I couldn't believe it. Um, but it felt kind of like, oh. It cheated, right? A little bit. But then, again, there's like the value I know these people. The They're in my neighborhood. They've they helped us. Usually they give you like a local yeah, I, discount. Yeah, I got a local discount too. But, but even you know, then, even still... then, I'm, you know, I'm like Vancouver, like, you know, regular person. Yeah. I'm not making the big bucks. Totally. Um, but I try to give her I can, but man, that was like a, z- <laughs> that was a punch in the stomach right there. And a stab in the back. <laughs> yeah. It's like, ah. Brutal. Yeah, it was. So, but that's the thing. That was like, you got to weigh that. Now yeah. I'm just hoping those other pants just disintegrate or something. <laughs> be like, yeah, I got way more value with these yeah, other ones. I don't know. I do feel that you can't really stand behind Zara's quality. Like they usually fall apart after one wash. I don't know. I haven't bought from Zara since, yeah. I don't know, like my early 20s. Yeah. So I can't really say because it was so shit. Yeah. You'd wash a shirt and it's like, what the fuck happened to this shirt? <laughs> I know, totally. I wore it once. Yeah. This is fast fashion, right? Yeah. But I do understand your, your qualms about it. It yeah. sounds pretty awful. And even, okay, so even the ones that are like on the lower scale, so yeah. just say um, they're, you know, trendier kind of places like mm-hmm. 8th and May. Yeah, yeah. Like the price points are lower, but... Again, it's like... Like, what kind of quality are you expecting? Yeah, it's it's not high quality. 
it's like same fabric, same factory, different label. Exactly. Right? So it's like, even though that's a small business, yeah. um, they do the shopping and the buying themselves. Yeah. The brands they're taking on are also probably the same as Zara <laughs> somewhere in Pakistan. Yeah. Or well, you should Taiwan. check where it's made. Maybe it's made locally, and hence the the price difference. Uh, no, mine was not. <laughs> I'm talking with the Lynn Steven. Yeah. No, it was not made locally. It was an American brand. Oh. I'll get back to you. I forget what it's made, but it definitely wasn't like North American. To be confirmed. To be confirmed. I'll get back to you. Yeah. Um. So that. So um. Coming. Going back to the main line. Oh yeah. Or, um. Hong Kong actually wasn't my highlight. I think my highlight was um. For the first time, it's not a big deal. It may not be going to you, but to me, it was a big deal because I biked to Steveston on my single speed bike. And to the airport? Yeah. Wow. It was really, yeah, it was so much fun. Yeah. I want to do it again. Where did you park your bike? We just parked it at the Fisherman's Wharf and then we just had, so Steveston is like another beach area in the south of Vancouver district. And yeah, it's like um, if Richmond. Richmond. It's like. Do they call it like a Chinatown? Or do they call that yet? Or... Little Hong Kong is what they call Richmond. Oh, is that what they call it? Yeah. Okay, so Little Hong Kong. Right? Yeah. But Stevenson is like the white side of Richmond. But yeah, it was so fun though. So I we just like biked there. Yeah. Took us about an hour, 20 minutes. Sat down, went to Pajos for fish and chips. Of course. Best and, place for yeah. that. And then explored, grabbed a coffee. Where did you go with? Hannah. Mm, fun. But it was so fun. But anyways, if you ever want to go, I'm totally down to go again because I want to like see all these different routes because Coleman was telling me that the route I so I we bike straight down Canby mm. and that was a bit terrifying not gonna lie because there's some places where there are bike lanes and some places where there aren't bike lanes so we didn't really know where we were going I think we could have gone there faster if we had a better idea okay. and then I also found out that you don't have to t- and then when we passed the bridge in Richmond we took like a busy street called number three road oh yeah and i was like that this does not seem right i feel no. like there has to be a bike lane to get to steveson from number three road did coleman tell you about that route to steveson yeah he was like he was like oh all you do is you well afterwards after i told him that i bike i told him yeah like after i went on my biking trip yeah he said you just take the road that goes to the airport but i didn't know that because google was telling me to turn left on number three oh my road. gosh so did you go through the farmlands? Because Coleman no. and I have done that. Ah, but that's what I wanted to do. I was like, where are these damn farmlands? So I did bike through like a, a trail that took me straight to Steveston after yeah. Number Three Road. But I definitely did not see any farmlands. But I really want to go now because I want to try this route with Oh the my farmland. gosh, we should all go. Yeah, Those so cows Coleman. were so crazy. We yeah. saw so many animals. Yeah, so I told Coleman, I was like, next time you go, can I come with you so I can see this route that you take? I want to show you. So amazing. That was like one of the hottest days of the week. When was it? Was it long weekend? Uh, the, the week after long weekend. And that, so I went on that Monday and it was like hot. It was beautiful. It was just the perfect conditions for a bike ride. Yeah. But I didn't realize how strong the sun is now. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I put sunscreen on and I got burnt so bad on my shoulders. I was just wearing a tank top and shorts. And my shoulders fried. Oh my gosh, Coleman too. Like he will not stop peeling. Yeah, I'm peeling He's right now. He's leaving skin behind. <laughs> yeah, on my bed, there's just like flakes of skin. I have to like vacuum my bed every time I wake up. Yeah, it's you, so awful. The you boys are disgusting. <laughs> what can I say? We burn. Yeah. I was like, can you vacuum your skin, please? Yeah. It's like all in the hallway. <laughs> so yeah, that was the highlight of Here, my... you missed this. It's called Belted Galloway Cows. That looks so cool. It's what Jesslyn is showing me is a farm with a bunch of cows on it. 
bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so just, just not green any cows. It's brown just cows. a belted Galloway cows. Yeah, exactly. They have like a white belt. They're very handsome cows. Very the handsomest of all. That's what's going on. Um, Sweet. Any kind of bike trip, and if it's a long one, I think that's like a definite highlight because it's like it's always a different experience when you're going. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're so lucky that we have that. I think in so. In the city, like between all the our and, bike lanes, bike paths. And that's what I'm saying about like when I was in Hong Kong versus Vancouver. Yeah. I do notice this this need for me to go back to Vancouver and experience nature or just like experience freedom to go yeah. where I want on a bike. Because Hong Kong is not a bike-friendly neighborhood at all. I'll tell you that. Oh, I can't even imagine. Where would you even... How would you even exactly. bike around? It wasn't... It wasn't... Yeah, I I, I wouldn't want to try. <laughs> it's so chaotic there. Um, yeah, you'd be on the news. Yeah. Like Canadian man hit <laughs> by train. I don't know if there's trains. Subways, right? They, like, run underneath yeah, stuff. But they... I think they have trains. But I wouldn't be biking around there. Yeah, no way. So we're recording in uh, like a professional vocal booth studio. We feel very professional. So right hopefully now. the sound quality is better. I know just to get some context for our our listeners, episode one and two were were not recorded properly. They were we hooked a microphone up. But we realized <laughs> we were recording from the MacBook and not our actual microphone. So it's all a learning process. Oh yeah, and this... also just to add to that, this is the first time we haven't drank anything. <laughs> exactly. Because we don't have any sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to be drinking my water, my H2O, courtesy of City of Vancouver. Stay hydrated. And Mother Nature. <laughs> but yeah, so I feel like the studio is really cool. It's a little tiny room with felt walls and it's definitely soundproof. Yeah, we tested it out. No one responded to us. <laughs> Swearing! <laughs> Swear word! <laughs> F word! F word! So yeah, that's kind of what's going on in our lives, I think. Yeah, I think we're pretty much um, caught up. Yeah, it's nice that we're recording a lot sooner rather than like every five months. Oh my gosh, yeah. I think now we'll have like um like a, a schedule. Yeah. Totally. All right. So um, I have some topics. Do you have any topics that mm-hmm. you can talk about? I do. Do you want to start? Uh, sure. One of my topics that I had was I was I was having dinner with my cousin and some of her friends, and and they're they're brown, and we were talking just about how I know we brought this up many times in previous podcasts about racism, but yeah. just how our parents can be racist, and then the whole situation came up where. My cousin's friend asked my cousin, if you were, if you say when you have kids and your daughter brings home a brown guy, how would you feel about that? And that kind of shocked me. I was like, what do you mean? How would you feel about that? Like, why would that be an issue? Yeah. Like the fact that you're saying that makes me question why you're asking her that. And then I kind of got to thinking about it and I don't understand why they're, why our parents are so insistent on dating the same race, staying within a race or dating your own ethnicity. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just, I don't understand it. And I know in certain cultures like Korean, they're super adamant about dating. Like if you're, if you're Korean, you're dating a yeah. Korean. There's no question. There's no, yeah, whatever. And like, and I know my friend who's Japanese, her parents, they're like, we brought you to Vancouver. Like, you know, we grew, you grew up in Surrey. Like you should be dating a white man. What? So it's so weird. It's like these, and then it's like, it's either you date a white man or you marry a Japanese guy. Like, take, take your pick. You know, you marry a white guy or you marry a Japanese guy. And I just, these racial expectations that our parents placed 
on us is so bizarre. And then I thought, why, like, why would you bring your kid to a Western country, yeah. raise them in a Western culture, but then place these bizarre expectations where you cannot date outside of your ethnicity when you're growing up in a multicultural society? Yeah, it's almost like inevitable. Yeah. I think our parents are pretty cool with it, but I, I still wonder if I ever do have a boyfriend and I take them home, like, one, it's going to be awkward for her, I think, <laughs> because I'm bringing home a boyfriend to, like, a family dinner or something like that. And then, two, would they care? Would they would they like it more if he was white or if he was Chinese? Or, like, you know, not white, but, like, white, brown, Spanish. Yeah, or something yeah, other. Something, something other yeah. than white, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, would they care? And then I was wondering, maybe it's just me. Like, what do you think? Like, would you care if you... If so you how did kid? your friend, how did that person answer? Like, would you... if? Someone had brought home, or your your daughter brought home a brown guy. Yeah. And my, well, my cousin was like, it's not a big deal to me as long as the guy's not a sleazebag. I don't care what color he is. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I just, I don't know where that question came from. And like, or what, what spurred that question in a sense, or what the root of that question was trying to get at. What I thought of right away was um, like Surrey brown guys. Okay, so, so maybe that's what she meant. Cause... That is, like, they've got a reputation on its own. Like, I've worked the clubs, and when we see, like, a group of brown guys, we're all already like, oh, my gosh, it's it's going to be trouble. Based on what we've seen yeah. at the clubs, like, they've built a stereotype. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There were times, too, and this is when I was starting with the guest list, where I'd see, like, a brown name plus five, they roll in because sometimes their names are a little bit ambiguous. Yeah. Like, you don't know if it's a guy or a group of girls. Yeah. The door guy scratched that name out. You saw, he's like, nope. Yeah, he scratched him out, gave me back the guest list. The group came um, and was like, no, 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 we're on the guest list. Show me the thing. And I was like, well, I can't. And they looked at it. It's like, my name's crossed off. Oh, they saw it? Yeah, because they, like, they came in. They asked for their name. The door guy heard it, saw the guest list, scratched it off. Asked for the, I asked for their name again. And he's like, my name's scratched off. And I was like, I just got the guest list. Did you did you pretend like you didn't know? No, I was just kind of like, I just got the guest list. You know, it was like one of my first few shifts there. And then um, it was like a huge thing. It was like a huge fight. And they left off. Like, they left pissed off. Why did he, like, I don't understand what the bad reputation is. Like, clarify that for me. Okay, so, brown guys, this is not every, yeah, not every group of brown guys act this way, but there's a good amount that do, where they come in, they drink a lot, they get into fights, they get aggressive with the girls. So, super rowdy. Super rowdy, but the thing is, they don't just pick fights or get into fights with people outside of the group. They'll fight each other. (laughs) So it gets to the point where they're there, they're fighting now, we're breaking up their party because of beef they have. Right, right, right. So it just causes a lot of, you know, trouble. So would you say that's racial profiling then? Yeah, I felt it was. And even as, like, I went on with working at the door, um, I even find myself like, oh, fuck, like, they're going to fight and it's going to be fucking messy. (laughs) But at the same time, me, I'm just like, let them in. Okay. You know? Right. We accept all, but yeah. that's not what it is. You know well, what I mean? That's may, that may be how you feel, but that's not how the club feels. You, and, uh, like, no. door girl Jess feels like she can't let Mr. 
Sanjeet Singh into yeah. or Harpreet or whatever. You know what I mean? Especially if it's like a large group. For the yeah. most part, I'll let them in. Yeah. And then the door guys are the ones to like edit. Yeah. Then I feel less bad. But that so, is essentially also my job. When they get past the door girl, they still have to get past the, the door guy. <laughs> so it's like past the door girl, there's like usually two separate lines. One's like the VIP one, one's the not mm-hmm. VIP line. Sometimes they get escorted to yeah. the non that's a regular lineup, but their cover's taken care of, but it's still going to take them like two hours to get I it. I don't understand the whole... Oh, it's so pathetic. Like if I think of the years I've wasted <laughs> clubbing, like I could just shoot myself. It's, it's just so like this awful. need for like, I'm cool. I'm in the VIP line. I have, you know, I have bottle yeah. service. I... It's just so show off uh, at times. The whole... it's, it's a waste of time <laughs> and it's a waste of money. Yeah. But anyways... So, okay, so you, um, so going back to the, like the topic, you feel that if your daughter brought home a brown guy, would you question it? Like, is he a Surrey brown guy? Like, would that I don't be know. I think it's different too because I grew up in Surrey with knowing brown people and they're not like that. Yeah, so you wouldn't care. I don't know if I'd care. I think there's two, I think maybe two elements to like being racist. So you've got the Asian person yeah. who's now, um, idolize like the white person Mm -hmm. and that's like who i should be or an asian person should be with yeah and then it's almost like hey i made it yeah i got myself a white guy yeah (laughs) Yeah. and then on the flip side it's now the white guy who's now like finds women almost objectifying them because they're exotic they're fucking sexy it's it's a two-way street it really is yeah so when you say like Oh, I got myself a white guy. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, there's so many girls who want that. Yeah. And then on the flip side, yeah, so many guys that want that girl. Yeah. There's an article I saw. It was on, I think it was called Next, Next Shark. Okay. Where this guy's profile was just straight up. I'm white. I'm rich. I travel. I just want some Asian girl to share this with. That's it. <laughs> That's all he's looking for. And I bet. So many ladies had flocked to right. this person, but for someone who's rich, who's who's got power and money, he can get it. He can get it. But then, w- women, on the other hand, maybe someone who lives in a third country, to get a white man, that also means like freedom. Yeah, that means money for my family. So now it's like kind of like. I don't want to say whoring themselves out, but that's like a desperate... It's like a job. It's a job. It's a desperate situation, and this is somehow they're out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... I see that a lot in Hong Kong. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Asia in general. It's so sad. Yeah. But ultimately, the female does have a choice, right? It's not like she she's being forced into the situation. She's doing it because she knows what she's going to get out of it. Okay, but... In- like, what's... what? I guess at the end of the day, the only thing is, like, you're... You're you're providing companionship and sexual activity for this person. You maybe you end up being that person's slave. Yeah, because now you feel like you owe that person. Mm-hmm. Sure, she has a choice, but then her choices are uh, marry a disgusting fucking old guy with money, yeah. or live poor, yeah. begging on the street, trying to find any kind of job. Right. So her choices, sure, she makes them, but yeah, Yeah. she's like a rock in a hard place. Which one does she pick? That's tough. But that was actually one of the topics (laughs) I wanted to talk about because I kept reading, it kept popping up on my feed um, about, yeah, Yeah. those kind of like relationships and how there's some women who 
just proclaim, I only date white guys. Yeah. Yeah. And that's my preference. That's my choice. Yeah. It's like, but why? Yeah. Like, you're not asking yourself. There's nothing about someone's personality, values, or... It's, it's more skin color and, like, a certain kind of perception that people... Yeah, it's like a prestige to yeah. marry a white guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. So, what what are you saying, then? If you say... if in the possible You know what? I used to say that. Like, it's not like I was only I dated white guys. Yeah. I grew up loving Beck and Backstreet Boys, yeah, yeah. JTT. We grew up with that kind of... Yeah. yeah. So it's like, I only really <laughs> like white guys. So now that you're you're married to, like, my brother, who we're Chinese, like, yeah. do you do you feel okay with that? Was there a party where you're just like, but I've always wanted... I always saw myself with the white guy. Um, or did that idea just eventually become so stupid that you're just like... I don't know. Not stupid, but sorry, I didn't mean to say it like that. But It's stupid to just limit yourself. It's like, this is the only kind of people I like. Yeah. That's it. But it exists, though. It, it totally oh, exists, Oh, totally. Right? So but do you feel like, now that you're married to a Chinese man, that... He's the only, for, like, the only Asian person or, like, non-white person yeah. I've ever dated. But do you feel that because you're married to a Chinese person that there's, like, this weird thing where you're just like, oh, but I thought I was going to marry a white guy. Um, well, or your parents, was... for example, did your parents... Were your parents happier? Would your parents be happier if you were with, if you're married to a white guy or a Chinese guy? I don't know. I don't think it mattered to no. them, and I okay. think I was really lucky. Well, that's good then. Yeah. So because yeah. my first didn't have that kind of influence. Yeah, they didn't. Um, I don't think it really mattered. No. That which is, I was so lucky. Yeah. On the flip side, the white guy I did date, his mom had a problem with it. See, so yeah, even that's what I'm saying. It's not just Asian parents that yeah. have this kind of problem. Like on the flip side, like white guys have this problem, or not whatever. It, it's common. Yeah, it's common throughout all races. And they grew up in Canada. Yeah, they, super white, right? Yeah. Um, and then it was just the matter of fact. Like I don't believe in it. Yeah. Now it's like a belief thing. Like, yeah. This is what I believe. Like, like racial mixing, like that's what you don't believe in. Yeah, it's like you don't believe in like a happy, loving relationship where people communicate. Exactly. I just that you don't believe in, like, girl, you crazy. I know. Where I think, yeah, a lot of a lot of parents nowadays, they feel like you're ruining something if you're not dating somebody of the same color, and I just I don't get it. So, anyways, my mind has been going back and forth on it, and I just think if you're gonna raise your kid in a Western multicultural society like Vancouver. Then you better be prepared for who they're going to want to date, who they're going to be, how they're going to turn out. Oh yeah, you better have an you, open mind. Yeah, about exactly. This stuff. If you're they're surrounded by that, they're going to want to be part of that. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, because you're just living. Yeah, these people are around you all the time. Exactly. So Different cultures. I just think there's a bit of hypocrisy in that. You know. Totally. I think it's also with that older generation. Yeah. Because then as we get to, like, now us, we're in that age range where we are, like, peering off. Yeah. I think we're seeing a lot of more people that aren't just, like, dating within their culture. Totally. It's like, it's... even in my, other than my cousin uh, who married a Filipino guy. It's like my sister married a Chinese guy. My other cousin's marrying a Chinese guy. Mm -hmm. I married a Chinese guy. <laughs> I see. All right. Maybe just like Chinese guy. But another cousin has a black husband. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Scandalous. I know. It's outrageous at my, in my family. But it's, it's not uncommon that that's happened. Sure. There's like maybe three black guys in her family. Yeah. yeah. I just, I think, and I'm, and I wonder, like, if I ever have a boyfriend and I brought home, like, yeah. If you brought home a big black guy? <laughs> okay, I didn't oh want to say it, gosh. but I wanted to see, I was like, in my head, if I did that, how would my parents react? Like, my cousin dated, a, like, a black girl. Is it <laughs> racist to say black person? A black girl, black guy? 
I don't know. We're not coming out of like like Racist, hate yeah. when we say it. Yeah. We're just describing. Totally. So and as we were talking about that when I was at my cousin's house that day, and we were like, like our cousin dated a black girl, and we all thought who she dated was cool. a black girl? Matthew. Oh, yeah. she was that so would have cool. Been the person I would have guessed. Yeah, too. I loved her. She was like the coolest girl ever. I realized maybe when I was younger that I may have asked her some really racist questions. Like, uh, may I touch her hair? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I asked her do you, if she eats soul food. <laughs> That's the one question that I remember. You probably just watched the movie. I and did. Like, oh my gosh. That's why I was like, Mama said, <laughs> "Do you eat collard greens?" <laughs> but yeah, Mac chicken. Um, I wonder, like. Because we were all okay with it, and at face value, we were all okay with it. But then I wonder, behind closed doors, how yeah. how was the family? How long did they date for? Um, about a year, I think. Okay, so there's a few dinners that yeah, she showed exactly. up at. So I wonder if there's if there if there would be any shock value if I brought home like a big black. Oh guy. my gosh! Yeah. Okay. What I just imagined right now is like us sitting at your aunt's <laughs> dining room table on those little stools, yeah. making room for him. <laughs> <laughs> he takes up two seats. Yeah. Oh, Big Bubba. <laughs> Big Bubba likes the Chinese food. <laughs> and you're like, Bubba, you want some more Sprite? Exactly. I got you. <laughs> I got you, Bubba. You want some more bok choy? Let me get that for you, boy. <laughs> oh, that'd be so awesome. I hope you date a black guy. That would definitely... Or do you only date white guys? I only date white guys. <laughs> I don't know. It's I... a preference. It's just like what I like right now. Well, I've been I've been like kind of battling that whole idea of like, I've only been dating white guys, not because I've only date white guys, but it's just that's how it's happened. So I wonder if I ever do date a white guy and I'm on the street with him, are people going to think, oh, that white guy's just an Asian lover or or that Asian guy's just a white, like a, a has rice, or white. Oh my gosh. Like. I say that in my head pretty frequently, especially <laughs> if the girl, it's always like a guy girl dynamic. Yeah. If the girl is a little bit ESL. Yeah. Or like, you know, she's here maybe learning English. I, I know. feel like he's like, like very The predatory. white man dominating yeah. the submissive Asian. Yeah, kind of totally. Thing. And I get angry. Yeah. I'm like, ugh. Shame. Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> you don't try any shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. It's, so anyways, I because I know what you're saying. Yeah. I kind of think that in my head too. And I think if I think that and you think that, then maybe other people will think it. It's, I think other people think it. So it's awful. So my question then is, if yeah. you're historically gestated... I dated one Filipino guy. Oh, it. those are like early dates, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But now with like the dating apps, yeah. are you swiping more towards the white guys or have you swiped for some Asians? In there? I swipe for Asians for sure. I think... What's the ratio? The ratio? Are we yeah. 80 to 20? <laughs> I think it's probably 70-30, uh, 70 white, 30 Asian. And but, nothing in between. There's no other. <laughs> well, uh, there, okay, well, no, that's the case. And it's like um, 60, 40, 10, 60 percent white, 40 percent Asian. 10, you mean 60, 30, oh, 10. 60, 30, 10. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> and then 10 is other? Yeah, 10 is other. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think that's, yeah, that's about reasonable. But I wonder. Our population is more Asian, though, but whatever. Yeah, but I don't reasonable. see a lot of Asians on those apps. And the Asians that I do um, see are not the type. Okay, I guess that sounds awful, but not the type of Asians I don't want to date. <laughs> <laughs> so That's maybe... on the record. <laughs> <laughs> no, totally. Delete. <laughs> uh, I'll edit that. Out. It's hot in here. So, anyways, yeah, that's my whole topic is just the whole weirdness that Asian cultures specifically have towards dating within your ethnicity, and just the strict rules that they place are are quite quite shocking, actually, and it's common. It's so common. 
Yeah, it's a little bit more foreign yeah. to me. Filipinos, I think, are very, um, they're already mixed. Yeah, they're already mixed. So I think that yeah. maybe helps. I mean, English is their first language, too. Yeah. They're very, yeah, I don't know. We're very adaptable. Yeah. It's for very, like, I agree. possible, too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's actually good and bad. Because I think having to establish, like, a culture ourselves to take, like, you know, I'm proud to be a Filipino, but I don't know what parts I'm really proud of. Like, there's nothing for me anyways that really, like, stand out to be proud of. Like, we've got really good food. We're really nice people. Um, but we adapt to whatever mm-hmm. culture or situation we're in. But do you think that could be because of the, like, We're the submissive. Way... Is it be oh, Okay, sorry. Go. Do you think it's, like, the way the Filipino ethnicity was created? It is a mix of... Was like the Spanish, I think, yep. and the Chinese. I'm guessing Chinese, Japanese, and Malaysian. Right. So because it's already it's already a melting pot kind of ethnicity, it makes sense that you're adaptable. Yeah. Whereas like Chinese has always been Chinese, right? Yeah. Or Korean has always been Chinese, Korean. Yeah. You know. Whereas at the Filipinos were created out of a mix of three different cultures, so the adaptability comes into that because you have this mix of culture. There is. Like the native mm-hmm. people, and yeah. they're like dark, and I think they came from like Africa. Yeah, yeah, like indigenous, indigenous yeah. Filipinos. Yeah. So that that still exists there, yeah. um, but that's something you don't see, and that's something I really don't know too. And I'd like to be more in tuned with that, right? Because I think that's more not saying like you're less Filipino, yeah. but I think that's more the heart of yeah. the Filipino culture, right? But you're right to say. Because it is this melting pot, mm-hmm. we've had to become adaptable. Because it's not like really and a submissive true to that. In sense. Yeah, and that's what I'm finding too. It's like even though we are very proud to be Filipino mm-hmm. and to be from there and be from that culture, um, I don't find that there's a lot for me to identify with, right. other than being from there. My parents are from there, and there's not a lot of indigenous Filipino people living in Vancouver or like families, right? So. Yeah, no. you're, I would say you're a modern Filipino in a sense, Oh, right? totally. I was born yeah. in Canada. So I think that also has an effect on the whole adaptability portion of it. Yeah. That There's sense. a group called, it's um, Katara, and they are very knowledgeable in like the folklore mm-hmm. and indigenous people of the Philippines. Yeah. Um, so I want to be, again, like way more involved with that mm-hmm. again. Just, just understand kinda... where you're coming from. And totally. Like your ancestor, yeah. your ancestral history in a sense, right? Yeah. Definitely. I get it. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's my topic. Yeah. Well, I was going to just talk about that some more. But yeah. Well, you, you had a, this next it was It was because um, I just saw this article and it was like this hot Asian chick who just said that she wanted to be with a white guy. White guys only. So this, so a white guy posted a profile saying, I'm rich, I'm yes. successful, I have money, and all I want to do is share this with an Asian girl. Right? Yeah. It was and more then, like, and then and this is a separate article uh, of a woman just saying that. That all she wants is a white guy. And it's a preference. She's not racist. She has tons of, like, um, like Asian friends. Right. And that also goes for, like, gay men dating. Yeah. They only, like, Asian exactly. guys only want the white guys. Yeah. Or white guys only want white guys. Yeah. Or, yeah. But then no to want the <laughs> Asians is to want, like, that exotic part of them. So, like, now you're going into a relationship only for the superficial value right. of seeing them as like, hey, you're the white guy. Mm-hmm. I'm Asian. Yeah. You like Asian. Right. Hey. It works. Yeah. Like, But then it's like, what relationship are you really building? But then that's a totally separate topic. But the topic is 
um, being racist. Mm-hmm. You're racist going into that. If saying, you're only limiting yourself to one totally, because now you're dismissing color. all the Asians because yeah. you don't like them; they're unattractive exactly. to you. All the black guys yeah. unattractive to you, right? Etc. Right, right, right. Exactly. So that's like a modern. That's being a modern day racist. Yeah, modern day racism is actually a thing. I it's strongly huge. feel like it's a thing. It's a to- It's totally a thing. You don't have to be blatant and like call someone the n-word or tell them to go back to your country yeah, or winch them or something yeah. <laughs> all you got to do is dismiss them yeah you don't have to be verbal about it exactly or just talk shit behind their back or yeah. purposely be rude to them passive aggressively rude to them or something or if they decide to swipe on you you're like fuck that guy is black yeah yeah <laughs> you know what i mean that's that's you're being racist totally living in like i said in a western society like vancouver where multiculturalism is so prevalent but as long as People who aren't born here come here with their values. They're going to create racism. Yes. Okay. I totally agree with that. And then they raise their kids. They've instilled these values in those kids. And they might um, rebel against that. Mm -hmm. Oh, here. This is the other thing I wanted to say. Um, I I just found it. When someone tells you, I'm just not attracted to Asian people. I'm not just into Asians. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how do you respond to that? What what are you what are you supposed to say? I I've had that happen to me a couple of times, and I've just like after they told me that, I just stopped talking to them. So you don't even respond with anything. What am I supposed to say? Like I don't know. Wait, that's what, what I'm you asking say? you. I don't know. The article I had read was um, it was this Asian girl mm-hmm. chatted up, met this guy at a bar or like at a restaurant or something. Yeah. He was Asian too. Right. They hit it off. Everything was great. And then at the end of the night, they're like, "Hey, this is really cool. We should hang out some time." And she goes, um. Yeah, sorry, I'm only into white guys. And he's like, oh, that's really strange. Yeah. But okay, I can respect that. Um, you do know if you ever um, like procreate with your white husband, your child's going to face that kind of racism too. Totally. That kid's going to be Asian. And someone might tell that person, hey, I don't like you. Yeah, I'm not really into the Asians. I'm not really into you that. You have a bit of Asian into you. So, yeah. yeah. So now you're projecting that on your kid. Now, maybe he feels like, hey, I'm, like, less of a person now because now I'm, like, this is a term they don't like, halfer. Right. You're not a whole person. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You're only half of a person. Right. So even your preference and down the line, if you're going to procreate, you're you're already building some sort of racism traits. the future generations. Exactly. Yeah. So that was, like, my whole thing was, like, then how do you you stop that? You can't stop that. Exactly. And the funny thing is, those people who set those kind of boundaries or set those kind of preferences, they don't see that it's racism. And that's the hard part is if you don't understand that what you're what you're what you're teaching or what you're saying or what you're who you're being is not racist, then you just continue that cycle. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, you like you can't stop. <laughs> yeah. Until like either your child or their child like experiences yeah, experiences it. it. And yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, I feel really weird about it because I don't want people to think that I'm racist because I'm dating a white guy. And then yeah. I don't want people to think that I don't I don't want Asian people to think that I only date white guys either. I don't know how to change that for you either. Like, because I, I feel like you're open minded. It's mm. so it's more the person and, and it's just by the circumstance that they just happen to all be white guys. Yeah, it's more coincidental. 
I think. I mean, sure, I'm sure there's a pattern, but I'm not saying. Are you I don't... only eating and dining at white people cafes? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's how I found my white men. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I put on some white makeup. <laughs> you know, put a top hat on. <laughs> put a top hat on. <laughs> Say how do you do? <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so I don't know. I, I think, yeah, I think our topics are kind of tying into one another about that. Yeah. I was just seeing it so much in my feed. And also, like, the things I see on my feed are, like, crazy-ass white people yelling at, like, Hispanics <laughs> and, like, African-Americans. All these are these videos I've seen are from the States. Right. It's a, the whole, like, Trump thing, right? It it's is. Per, it's perpetuating that. Yeah. And that's exactly what we're seeing. And they feel, like, very brave, I think. Yeah. Knowing, like. Our president agrees with me, so I'm just going to start yelling at you. You're a legal immigrant. Exactly. Did I, oh. I'm allowed to do this. I have the right to do this. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about, and this ties in now with race, there's a new Salma Hayek movie out Oh, called oh, Beatrice at the Dinner or something. Anyways, okay. I forget the title. Um, but she is invited to a dinner yeah. at this like very nice estate somewhere on okay. a hill with a beautiful view. I've, maybe there's a vineyard there. Right. And um, these people are like rich white people. And she is like a Reiki healer. She's a <laughs> healer and she knows one of the white girls there. Right. Um, and then shit just happens. Yeah. Like she calls him out on some stuff. You have to watch the trailer. Calls him out on some stuff and like things get really heated. heated. Yeah. And then asked her if she came in to the country illegally. illegally. And that kind of like starts something. Like There's the, like a the friction kinda, there. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's also, you'll see this in the trailer, I'm not spoiling anything. But what's that guy's name from Third Rock from the Sun? He was like Joseph Gordon. No, that's the hot one. <laughs> um, the, the old guy. The old guy. I don't remember his name. Ligon. John Litham? Something Litham? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so he's like the head honcho rich guy. Yeah, yeah. the dad. Yes. And uh, he also shoots animals like in the safari, like in Africa for fun. Yeah. Um, hunts them not, right. and she also shoots them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Selma Hayek sees a picture and she loses her shit did you see this movie no I just saw the trailer <laughs> well that trailer revealed that much yeah it just because it was um it was all like happy hi yeah. this yeah. is um the healer lady right. she's come in and then they have dinner things start building and yeah. you can just feel that the tension, tension growing right. this trailer is like Maybe a minute long. But you get all that. But you trailer. get it. And I was like intense. Like, yeah. I'm fucking watching is this. It, so it's not a comedy. Um, No. Okay. I don't see it. Mm, is there? Nope. Nope. Maybe like in a dark humor way. Yeah. Because it does ring light to like our current the state. Of the yeah. yeah. Um, and I think it is like pretty parallel. Yeah. It's hard to see those kind of groups mixing together too. And I, I can't imagine how it would go. But I think this might be a good depiction yeah. of how it would go totally i agree it's sort of like the i, I think find the name i think a lot of media is actually trying to put more attention towards this kind of um this modern racism that we're calling it yeah like that movie get out oh my gosh Have you yeah seen it? no i haven't i just heard good things but it's the same the same whole situation you know like a white girl dating a black guy she takes she takes him back to the family and just things get a bit psychotic with the white family but it's, it's doing the same thing you know it's putting attention to something that isn't happens but is not spoken about yeah okay so it's called beatrice at dinner okay all right so i think we covered a bit of good stuff there what do you think yeah i think so 
race like yeah. took over, but I think that's just where we're at <laughs> in the world today. I think so. It's promoted that we're not racist anymore, but reality is oh, we're so fucking we're racist. So racist. Yeah. Anyways, now that we're on a negative note, let's let's go on to <laughs> let's go into some beefs. Okay, more race. <laughs> I'm so upset. <laughs> Um, do I have much beef? Oh, just like little beefs here and there. One would be, um, you know, something that really pissed you off. How about that? Well, this, I guess, ties with both. Um, you know, when someone gives you advice and it's fucking the most generic advice, (laughs) like it's just as bad as like, oh, you just got to believe in yourself. Just, just be happy. Yeah. That stuff pisses me off. And it happened a few times in the week (laughs) where someone was giving me advice about, um, I think it was like social media or something. Yeah. And they're just saying, you just got to have like an online presence. (laughs) Just be out there, respond and communicate. You want engagement. It's like, oh my gosh, did you just read the footnotes on Mashables right now? And you're feeding me this. So stuff like that just pisses me off. Just like generic advice. Just so generic. And they're like giving it to you like, hey, I've got the inside scoop. Facebook's about engagement, and you want videos, and you want to comment. So were you getting a critique on your... Oh, it was just more like, um, I don't use Facebook. Another girl at work, she's, she was in PR, and then um, another girl just had graduated. Right. So it was just like a bunch of us just talking, and then just got it. But did you want advice, though? Were you asking for No, advice? I wasn't asking. But that they, was the thing. But they just gave you advice, or... Was it advice? I often find somebody giving me advice and somebody giving their opinion often get blurred. No, this was her telling me that we needed an online presence. Maybe it's oh, more that's opinion. She, that's it was more I mean. like opinion and then telling me what to do. That's literally what she said. She said, you need an online presence. Yeah. It's like, thanks, It's like tips. an engagement. It's like, <laughs> all right, cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, that's okay, cool. Like, online. I just got to download the online presence app. <laughs> like that. Is that what, is that what yeah. you mean? It was, it was really that. Like thanks, tips. Thanks, buddy. You're so smart. So this is this app is where again. Yeah, exactly. Engagement I, app. I tried googling online presence <laughs> program, but I couldn't find it. Uh, yeah, that would be like my beef. I'd really. I'm surprised I don't have any beef. I'm usually like heated about stuff like well, this. Juice. Do oh you my still gosh. hate juice? I do. Do you still hate? It's not that I hate it. <laughs> A guy at work, he did the juice cleanse. Oh, God. And it was like he had to drink every yeah. two hours. Yeah. And he was hungry. It's like a major detox. It yeah. It sounds awful. But, but the juices that they give you are supposed to stab off hunger. Some of the juices. Like there's like the, the heavier, thicker, like nut milk. Okay, now I'm back to my beef again. <laughs> the thing with the juicing, too, is like you're losing a lot of the fruit's nutrients. Right. Like, if you look at, have you ever seen a juicer or um, worked with a juicer? No. A lot of the fiber and the good stuff Doesn't is get, garbage. Yeah. Like, you can't even use it after for something else, like muffins or something like that. So you're just extracting all the juice, all that sugary stuff from mm-hmm. the fruit mm-hmm. and not getting the good stuff, which is the fiber. The pulp and the skin. The pulp and, and the and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. So it's like, okay. You're just not getting as much as the nutrients as eating a vegetable whole would give you. Yeah, that's true. You're just drinking the juice. Yeah, exactly. Of the fruit. And I think when you, people go on those detox, I don't know what, I don't know what. He didn't even do. really notice anything. He just like, what, what, so why did he do it? He wanted to do a detox. He to, wanted to do a cleanse. Yeah. There's certain foods you, you couldn't eat. And yeah. there was like a handful of stuff you could yeah, yeah. while you're on the detox. Right. He did it for a week. And 
maybe his poops were a little bit better, <laughs> but like he didn't or notice solid. any. He didn't notice anything different. Right. Like, I have the best poops. Not to get, like, <laughs> disgusting, but I poo. I've got a good timeline. Like, I know when I'm going to do it. And it's always a clean wipe. Yeah. <laughs> not wasting any toilet paper in there. It's always a clean wipe. And this is just a regular shake in my Vitamix. Yeah. Exactly. That's all you need. Yeah. Sometimes, so, I mean, clearly there's something good about it. But if it's If it's such a craze. Like, people are all about the juice cleanses. And I think it's the whole idea that you're wiping everything out of your system and you're cleansing it out with this juice. So you're only putting like nutrients in your body. You're not putting anything else. I personally don't need to do juice cleanse. <laughs> I think I like I like food too much to starve myself for a Plus like, you probably week. eat fairly healthy too. I, I try to. I mean, I'm conscious of what I'm putting in my mouth. Yeah. For sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm <Zing>. fine. <laughs> Good and you should. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. I guess that sucks for your friend who didn't really feel anything. The other thing, too, there's other ways to do, like, it's not so much you need to do a detox, but there's ways to, like, cleanse. Like, chia seeds are, like, really good for that. Like, a high-fiber diet is definitely... Like, why just eat clean instead? Yeah, probiotics, yogurt, like, these are all things that are active in your stomach that help with digestion and, like, a healthy gut. Yeah, so I think there's alternatives to it, but I think... The idea of it just... I'm sure there's more to it that we don't know about, but I think at face value, from what I know at least, and yeah, I don't know if juice cleanses are the most beneficial. So I get where you're coming from. I get also where you're coming from too. So yeah. So is that your beef then? Yeah, I guess that's my beef this week. I'll be really heated for the next one. <laughs> Podcast number five, watch out. I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> it's going to be an angry one. I'm, be, I'm rolling up my sleeve. So <laughs> getting angry. ready for it. So angry. Uh, Your beef? My beef. I don't know if it's a beef, but it's kind of scary and angry. Um, oh, my. So on Monday, uh, I was hanging out with uh, a friend at the beach. Yeah. And then we were hanging out pretty late. And then... Uh, we were hanging on Kids Lionel, so I had my bike with me. I decided uh, I'm, I'll just bike back instead of leaving my bike at work. So I'm biking back. It's dark. I have my lights on. Okay, I have good. my helmet. You know, yeah. I'm riding safely on the seawall. This is at probably like 11 o'clock at night. And there's this guy. He's just kind of free riding. I guess he's just kind of like just oh, like coasting, coasting and going like... left and right, just yeah. swerving around. He had like lights on his tires and shit. And... He wasn't going as, like, I was like, I want to go home. So I was just, like, pedaling, right? Yeah. So then I'm going, and then I get close to him, and then he starts, he's just, like, driving normal, like, riding normally. So then I just go around him, right? Yeah. I, I just pass Did him. you ring your alarm? Your I bell? didn't ring my alarm. Ah. That's the only thing. Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't ring. But I thought there was enough space that yeah. I, I, I didn't, like, just cut him off, like, super sharp. Like, I'm not like that when I bike. Yeah. But I, I didn't, I guess, yeah, it was my fault for not ringing my bell. But I just didn't think about it. I just Yeah, but you it. left space. Yeah, I didn't, like, freak him out or anything. Yeah. And as I'm, as I'm biking, he also had, like, this music blasting oh, from okay. his bike. He wouldn't have heard your bell yeah. anyway. So I'm going, and then I pass him, and then he starts hollering. I didn't hear it at first, and then I heard somebody saying, like, oh, you fucking idiot, and this and that. And I was like, okay, weird. I was like, whatever. And then I'm just, like, biking normally. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he bikes, I hear him. Like, he bikes, like, super fast up beside me. He starts swearing at me. He's like, you think you just fucking passed me? You know, ring your bell? Like, you fucking idiot. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, you little bitch. Like, where do you think you're going? Huh? 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 You're going to pass me now? And he was losing his shit on me. I was just like. You're like, ew, guy. I was like, settle down. 
I think he was drunk or just a crackhead or something like that. Yeah, but I was like, I was like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. Like, my bad. And then he's like, you fucking cyclist. You think you're just a speedy guy? You can just pass me? It's like, oh I care gosh. about my life. And this and that. And he was just like losing his shit on me as I'm biking. I'm like, okay, relax. Like, I'm sorry. I, I didn't you know. You ready? Apologize. Yeah. Fucking diffuse the situation. And then he's like, I care about my life. You know, it's like, if you, if you, you, you could, I could have broken a leg. I'm worried <laughs> and all this stuff. And then he was like aggro, like oh my angry gosh. aggro. Like not like, not just like yelling at me, but he like wanted, I don't know. He wanted to fight you. It was like violent, ag- angry, right? Oh, no. And then, and he's like, I care about my life. And yet, meanwhile, his helmet's hanging off his backpack. He doesn't have it on. Idiot. So then I was like, then wear your helmet. <laughs> and he's like, fuck off. And then he like bikes, he biked ahead. And then, and then, so then I was like, okay, I'm not going to engage with this guy. Like if yeah. he wants to be a douchebag and just like ride in front of me. Yeah, and be a so I was just like, I was just riding. He kept looking back and like, and like hollering and just swearing at me. And then finally he's like, why don't you pass me now, you little fucker? And then I'm just like, like, where's his angry? I was like, relax, calm down. And then all of a sudden, as I'm, as I, as like, I'm a, yeah, so we're biking and I'm about to turn off. He, he slams his brake right in front of me. Like, I guess trying to prove a point or something. I don't know what he's what doing. point? He braked, I guess, far enough advance that I was able to just like easily swerve around him. Yeah. But yeah, that was like really fucking weird. He was like, you know where to find me if you want to talk to me and fuck you and this and that. I was just like, holy shit. Like, dude, Ew, you need to take it down a notch. That's your shit, Mad. And then, so yeah, the whole, after that, I was like, maybe I was in the wrong. But I was like, no I way. don't know. Like, you had apologized, gave him a fucking good zinger after yeah. he was proclaiming <laughs> how much he loves his life. And then he was pissed that he got called out. Yeah. He's so, a grown ass, was he a grown ass man? Yeah, he was a grown ass man. He was like 40 grown-ass, something. Yeah. Probably drunk. I don't know. Probably drunk. But yeah, at that point, I was like, I was like kind of worried. I was like, is he going to like try and attack me? Yeah. And it's weird. I think me being like a small Asian gay guy, I wonder if people feel like they can just like be aggressive towards me because I'm. I feel like they think I'm just like this easy target. Yeah, no, I get, I I get that, and you feel vulnerable because yeah. you are smaller. Like women feel like the same too when yeah. people fucking yell at them yeah. and they are like um like dominating. Yeah, or aggressive like that. Yeah, exactly, and. Like, the fact that he called me a little bitch, I was like, okay, he, he must think maybe, like, okay, because he saw, like, my figure that I, I'm gay, that he called me, like, I immediately went to that, where I was just like, okay, well, it's because I'm wrong. gay, that's why he called me a little bitch, yeah. right? fuck you! <laughs> and then I was like, I, you. I wanted to, like, if I, and if I did, like, fight back and say something, like, that would only provoke him even more. Yeah, it would. I think he was, he was waiting for something. Yeah, he, he wanted. He was poking the bear. He wanted a reaction, right? And yeah. I think that's where I was like, I gotta just stay calm, yeah. be relaxed, and just just let him let him be angry. Yeah. So now you just have to just let them be a big fat baby. Yeah. But then after that, I kind of was scared. I was like, what if this happens again? And so the day after I was biking home, I was like, I don't know if I really want to take that seawall anymore. <laughs> but I was like, fuck that shit. Like, why yeah. should I be terrified to take the seawall because of this dumb motherfucker? Exactly. You know what I mean? So totally. Anyways, that's kind of my, I guess it's not a beef, but it's just something that really, that yeah. startled me in a way. It kind of shook me in a way that I... I was not comfortable with. And I was like, I want to stand up for myself, but I don't know. You're also a grown ass man. <laughs> so I think with you, it's like, do I want to fucking fight? A do I want to go down to that year- level? Do I want to? Like yeah. this 40 plus year old man. Yeah. Like, do I even have time for that shit? In my head, I was like, I just want to like speed past him and just stay ahead of him. Right. Yeah. But then the other part of me, I guess I'm more submissive in that sense. I was like, no, I'll just stay back and let him do his thing. 
and just like, no, but that's the smart thing about you because now he's behind you. You can't see what yeah. he's gonna do. Exactly. That's fuck. Me. That sucks. Sorry that happened. Yeah, it was kind of scary, kind of aggravating that that happened. That's a thing. Like, okay, going back to more beef about like taking the seawall and bike lanes. Yeah. Like people feel like safe and secluded there. Yeah. To the point where they may not wear their helmets. Yeah. They may not wear or use lights or yeah. any reflective yeah. gear. It's yeah. dark right. there. Now you're risking either getting hurt yeah. or someone jumping out at you that totally. you can't see. Yeah. I think, especially at that time of night. What I, time is it? It was like 11 a.m. Oh, so it's like 11 p.m. Sorry, not. It was like, it was <laughs> 11 at night. Yeah, yeah. It was dark. So yeah, I just, I did not. That, I usually normally feel pretty okay biking and stuff, but it kind of started something. Just like a weird reaction. Yeah. Where I think, okay, if I bike home at 11 at night, is this going to happen again? I'll know to ring my bell next time. <laughs> <laughs> but he wouldn't have heard it because his music was fucking yeah, blasting anyways. You could have been like, fuck, I did, yeah. stupid. Exactly. Your music's so loud, you fucking love your life. I wanted to, like, throw a branch in his wheel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sometimes I imagine that when I see, like, big, it's always, like, like douchey-looking white guys yeah. that they're going to, like, throw something at me <laughs> just for a laugh. And then I, like, ah, and I break my tooth or something. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Is it funny now? Like I don't know what I would do in that situation, right? Is that I, I just my mind goes cam. into places and I just oh, don't, yeah. you know. But anyways, that's kind of my my beef slash issue slash I think you handled that very well. Yeah. You handled it like a grown man shit. Yeah, but then like that part of me is just like, Oh, you should have like kicked his ass and like fucking told him. Oh my gosh. Your mom would be so sad if you had a black eye. <laughs> if he threw his radio at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyways, that's that. Um, what else do you have to say? You think that's about it? I think that's my B. You yeah. know what? I think with the sunshine and it being so nice, I do. I could probably complain about stuff like um, when you're in the bike lane and people are walking in the fucking oh, bike that's lane. The worst. And I got to be like, lady, you're in the bike lane. bike lane. And then they're like, fuck you. And I'm like. Bike lane. <laughs> you have a sidewalk. Exactly. You're just like, me to fuck off? Like, fuck you. This happened too many times. I'm like, Ugh, and I'm ringing my bell. Yeah. Sometimes they get it, but sometimes they just feel like, I'm a pedestrian. I can walk wherever yeah. the fuck I want. Fucking swear at me. How yeah. dare you? How dare you? I'm giving you warning. <laughs> exactly. Yeesh. Uh, but yeah, I guess I, I don't really care at the end of the yeah, day. Exactly. Yeah, I, really I got home so safe. I got home safe. Um, on our last podcast... How did, did we just end in the beef? Yeah, we're just like, all right, I guess that's, I guess, so do you want to end it in a different I want to maybe end it. Oh, on a positive recommendation. Recommendation. Yes. Um, and then with recommendation, maybe there's like something we can take away from this. Yeah. It's like, I give you a challenge, yes. you give me a challenge, oh, like and that. then we talk about what we did. I like that. The evolution of our two yeah. confirmed podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not Cool Ranch. Not Doesn't cool have ranch. to be food. <laughs> um, so recommendations. I guess, um... Oh, I can't even think of one right now. Oh, it was it's going to be food. <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, I've been going down to Bao Down recent, like more frequently. The snack bar or the the the, the Bao place. The snack bar. Mm-hmm. It's like Filipino food. It is like Filipino food, but it's like okay Filipino yeah. food. You know, it's like they've like commercialized yeah, it or hipster fied yeah. <laughs> it. Um, but I like the vibe in there. The people are really nice. Yeah. Um, and their happy hour is pretty good. Oh. Yeah, I did see a happy hour when I was there. I, I missed it, unfortunately. But when I had the food there, I didn't mind it. It was actually... Yeah, it was okay. Like, I, don't, I have no context. I'm not really an expert in the Filipino cuisine. I do like it, though. Yeah. But that sounds like a good one. What's the happy hour? What time is it? It's uh, 4 to 6. And this is the bad I think it's 4 to 6. Bar, right? This is a snack bar. 
Yeah, I think it only goes to Thursday too. I'll, Carol, I'll have right? to like confirm all of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm Carol. Cool. Uh, between water and Cordoba. Nice. I like that. Yeah. That's um, yours. My recommendation, since you did a food one, I'll do a location. Mm. Um, I think if you're looking for something to do in Vancouver, I highly recommend grabbing, you know, a case of beer or some snacks and walking down to Kits. And if you stay on the seawall trail walking towards the pool and keep going straight, oh yeah, you'll eventually hit this this kind of gravel area. If you keep going, keep going, you're going to hit a beach there. Yay! So I've heard of this before, but I've never been. It's called Secret Beach, and it's literally called that on Google Maps. But Secret Beach is just like this little hidden beach area. You can't drive there. It's You can only get there by foot. It's pretty cut off from the rest of the, the beach areas. So is it, can you give me like a landmark? It might be close. So, uh, Kids Pool. So it's Kids Pool to but the left of it? It's like, if you're, if you're facing the water and kid, like the water, the beach of Kids area, you keep going left, mm. like west, I guess. Yeah. And you keep going, keep going. Eventually you'll pass like a boat yard. And after the boat yard, it's just like this gravel area. And then there's like residential area to like the left of you. And then to the right is the beach. And then if you keep going, you'll eventually hit like the sand bank. And that's where Secret Beach is. And can you, you ride your bike there? Uh, no. So you have to walk? Yeah, you have to walk Ooh. there. Well, I guess you could like, you could carry, you could walk your oh, bike yeah, there. Oh yeah, just like, or park it. But yeah. Just walk down. It was mm. great. So was, that's where I was on Monday. And it was really, really fun. It was actually a date. Ooh. <laughs> but anyways, I, uh, that's, that's, that's for another podcast. Oh my gosh, I hope I remember to ask you. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, that didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> or he's my big black boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so that's my recommendation Bye-bye. is Secret Beach. Sweet. Okay, so let's let's try this new thing. This okay. Um, so explain it to me. What do you like? Like give advice or like a challenge? Like what are you thinking? Maybe like a challenge. So okay. maybe it's like. Um, or just something like. Like a task? Maybe a task. I'm not sure. I wanted something where we can conclude on something and then, and then follow up with like a shared experience okay. or something to well, that degree. Maybe we can... I think How about for, we maybe brainstorm? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, or maybe like our challenge... Maybe this is going to be like a, a, a share challenge is we go watch this uh, movie. Oh, yeah. What do you think? I like it. Let's do it. Yeah. the the. It's the a, there's an 8.30 show on Sunday. Which one? Um... The Beatrice at dinner. Beatrice at dinner, yeah. Yeah. So maybe we'll watch that. I think that one... Let's do it. But yeah, maybe that'll be a challenge. And then maybe for next week, we'll have our own challenges that we can give each other. Okay, sweet. I do have one for you. Oh. It's to... Um, you need an online presence. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I've got one for you. Yeah. Use your bell. Yes. <laughs> Zing. Oh, that's a good one. Zing. Care about your life. <laughs> All right. So I guess that's the end of our podcast. I think we'll leave on a good note. All right. Ring the alarm. Until next time, bye. Bye Bye-bye.